0: Welcome back to another edition of the Educational AD Podcast. We couldn't do these without the incredible support of our sponsors. And we want to take a moment to say thank you. First, thanks to our diamond sponsor, Varsity Brands, including BSN, Varsity Spirit, and Hurf Jones. Varsity Brands, elevating student experiences in sport, spirit, and achievement. We also wanna say thank you to our platinum sponsors, including Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Vital Signs, bring student achievements to life. Gipper, sports graphics made incredibly simple. Ephesus Lighting, innovating a brighter future at every level. Gilman Gear, always a step ahead. And Camp Mobile, where leaders communicate better. Thanks to all of our great sponsors. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast, this time featuring the FIAAA Insider, our guest today is marcus gabriel a good friend from our state association Uh, marcus is a certified athletic administrator he's the director of athletics at american high school which is uh, hialeah florida and this year marcus is also serving as the vice president of the fi marcus welcome to the podcast
1: well thank you very much i i um want to say thanks again uh, for such an honor to be a part of the podcast and, you know, just speaking to you, uh, an old friend, uh, and we can just, you know, go with whatever it is that you want us to talk about and, um, you know, go from there.
0: Well, again, we're uh, excited to have someone uh, from South Florida Um, and for our listeners, um, this is um, uh, unusual for us. You know, we're recording this on Friday, October 23rd, and it's gonna air on Monday. So you're getting some current uh, feedback of what's happening in South Florida. So uh, let's go and jump right into it. Um, Marcus, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, uh, where you went to school and college, and uh, maybe how your love of sports led to a career in athletics.
1: (laughs) Well, I went to pretty much, uh, this is a little known fact about me. Uh, I went to pretty much a private school uh, all the way um, from pre-K all the way to college. Uh, I'll, I'll get into exactly where I was uh, you know, uh, as we go along. Um, I started off as um, St. Mary's uh, Cathedral um, School. I went there until I was in eighth grade. Uh, soon after I went to, uh, Archbishop Curley, Notre Dame, uh, high school there. I went there for four years. Um, 19, and I'm going to, I'm going to tell you my age now, uh, 1983 to 87.
0: You're just a kid. You're just a kid.
1: (laughs) Maybe not to some, but Okay. Um, and then from there, uh, I went ahead and I graduated, and I went to Dodge City, Kansas, a small school, uh, small uh, NIA Division II school, uh, Saint Mary's of the Plains, uh, Kansas. Uh, it was just I don't know why, but that's the path that God chose me to 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 follow. So you know, I have. Some some good uh, Catholic upbringing so that's 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 part of me uh, and, and, and some of my fire uh, as an individual.
0: Well, what uh, um, I actually, I'm familiar with St. Mary's uh, back in the '90s, a long time ago. I was uh, coaching at Missouri Valley College, you know, just over to the next side. You know, very good NAI school, so I know that mm-hmm. KCAC conference very well. Um, How'd you end up in uh, in Hialeah?
1: Okay, uh, okay. I'll start you off from my from when I graduated uh, college and work my way there. Um, I graduated um, in 1987 uh, out, of, out of out of excuse me. I, I had said I graduated high school in 87. I graduated high school in 84, and then in 87 I graduated college. Uh, I went and um, I had um, business administration was my um, major. And um, when I got out, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I just went on a couple of interviews. Uh, actually, I went on an interview with Pizza Hut and Pizza Hut hired me. So I just said, okay, it's a job, you know, uh, bought my first car with this job and everything. So. I went ahead. And I worked there for about uh, three years and my passion wasn't really there, but it was a job. So I got a, a, a situation. A friend of mine was coaching at Miami Jackson. He goes, hey, coach, you know, um, you played running back and I know, you know, the, the, the position. I would like for you to come and, and work at um, Miami Jackson if you can. Um, you know, so I went ahead and I said, OK, sure. Uh, I went. I interviewed. I got the job. Uh, that was in 1990. Uh, I got into the system uh, as a substitute, uh, substitute teacher. I only there was there for a year. Then I went to uh, being a paraprofessional. Uh, I was a paraprofessional for about um, two and a half years, and then in 1994, uh, Miami Jackson. Asked me if I would like to become an ESC teacher. I was very in, intrigued, and I, I wasn't really a teacher, but I just said, "You know what? This is this is part of my plan." I said I can coach and I can teach at the same location, so I don't have to travel to and from. So I said I'm gonna I'm gonna take that. I became um, the Varsity uh, football coach in 1990, and then in 1997, um, my coaching career was over. How that? How did that be, uh, come come about? It was when um, I, I was a JV coach, uh, the head JV football coach for a little while. Then I became the assistant track coach as well. Then I became the head track coach, and then I then I got out of football for a minute. And then I became the cross-country coach. Uh, I was brought into the office by then the principal and the athletic director. And the business manager at the time was promoted. Um, so there, there was a need for a business manager. And the day that they asked me, well, basically, they told me I was going to become the business manager. I cried because I did not want to you know, stop coaching. Uh, my love for coaching was really um, ablaze at that time, and I just saw myself helping out these kids. And I said, well, "How am I going to help these kids out as a, a business manager?" But listen, um, they're they're the bosses, and they made the 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 the, the path. So I said, "Okay, I'll follow." Um, I was there as a business manager in 1997 till about 2001. And in 2001, excuse me, in 1999, the athletic director was removed. And my principal came up and says, listen, this is the middle of the year. I need you to become the AD and the business manager at one time. Unfortunately, uh, Day County won't allow you to, to get both uh, salaries. So I was doing double work. And um, I went ahead and I, I learned a lot from... Um, Mr. Caldwell, the previous, um, athletic director, um, only because, you know, I, I did a lot of his work because, you know, I was right there with him and I, I say I was doing the work, um, and that helped me, um, you know, become, uh, the the administrator that I am, uh, uh, today. So once that happened, I went ahead and, um, was there until, I believe, 20, 2003. Then 2004, I went ahead and I transferred schools. I went to Miami Edison. Uh, again, my friend that left uh, Miami Jackson that talked me into coaching, he was the AP at Miami uh, Edison. He said, listen, I think you can you know, service this community which is a Haitian, uh, basically a Haitian community. And I am a Haitian American. So I went ahead and I fulfilled, fulfilled that part of my life. I stayed there for about five years. Um, I loved every day that I went to work. Um, then I um, was given an opportunity to be at Hialeah uh, American Senior High School. Uh, a good friend of mine, Pat Aracano, he said, listen, I'm not sure if you can get this job, but I would like for you to become the athletic director, you know, uh, after me. Uh, He was getting ready. He was set to retire. So I um, went ahead and I interviewed and I got the job. Uh, So 2010, I got the job. and I've been there since. Um, Did a lot of good things and, you know, worked with a lot of good people, uh, met a lot of good people just continue to um, build my resume, not only in my life, but in my um, professional career. So um, that's how I got into American Senior High School.
0: Yeah, it's always interesting to hear the paths and the connections that uh, that get people in different places. Um, you, you bring up a good point, And for those that are not familiar with, um, how things work in a lot of Florida districts go ahead and explain the connection between the business manager and the athletic director, because that's not, um, uh, it, that's not a common uh, setup outside of Florida. So, uh, tell our listeners how that works.
1: Well, I mean, you know, the that's basically what you do. You're running the business aspect of, um, athletics, um, Whatever it is, it entails like you know, writing checks, um, uh, making sure the, the payrolls are, 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 are complete for, for the athletic contest. Um, those are the things that you have to do basically. Um, you, you delve into um, making sure um, buses are being paid for. All bills come through you. Basically, you're, you're, you're quote unquote, the money man of athletics. So um, then, you know, you get that call from the athletic director. Uh, we need to do this, that, and the other. Do we have that in our budget? I'm like, okay, now I have to put my CPA cap on and now I'm, I'm the CPA, you know, to tell him that, that we have enough money to, to do this, that he wants to do. So, you know, it, 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 it works hand in hand um, with, um, with being an athletic director uh, the only thing is, I mean, the, the only difference that you have, you don't, you're not running the numbers, so to speak, you're not crunching the numbers, but you know, you're, you're uh, as the AD, uh, but you, 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 you know, uh, the path that things have to go, go through. Uh, I, I think that it's probably best when you become the AD after you become the business manager, because then, you know. What what can be done and where what where, what we can pull from here this you know th- this path that we can we can go ahead and, and do it without any, any any audits or anything of that nature um, but there's some that you know they don't have that path um, or that path wasn't um, readily available for them so they become the ad and um, you know it just you know, it just it, it, to me it, it it it's just a good correlation that you become the the business manager and then you become the AD.
0: Yeah, we, we've we uh, seen a lot of ADs, you know, follow that exact path and I can see how it would be uh, very helpful. Marcus, you mentioned, uh, uh, you know, different individuals that you've come across in your career and in our business, you know, we talk about the importance of leadership and, and mentoring, um, you know, who were, uh, maybe tell us again or, or who were some uh, other mentors that you've had Uh, in your career or, you know, even growing up as a student, uh, the expression I like to use is, uh, you know, I still hear those voices in my head when I'm talking to a coach or or a kid or a parent. So whose voice do you still hear?
1: Um, Seventh grade, I had a science teacher. His name was Mr. Cato. I hated Mr. Cato. Not because of anything, you know, he was a a good teacher. He was a retired military uh, personnel, and um, he, you know, just kept talking to me, and you know, he even, you know, gave me a ride home to have a parent conference uh, with my with my my parents. Um, nothing bad, thank God, uh, but it was just to like. He, th- I guess, he saw that I can could, I could have gone either way in life. Um, But I wasn't a bad kid, but you know, I just used to do stupid stuff. And I never really applied myself like I should have uh, on certain uh, instances in life. But um, he always told me that um, in life, that if I wanted something, that I had to work hard at it. And once I work hard at it, I would have to work even harder to maintain that. Um, He said, um, you know, that would be something that you can, it'll help achieve your goals if you work hard at what you believe in. Um, that's one thing that that stuck with me a lot. Um, then I had my, my football coach uh, in high school, uh, Mike Bonifiglio. Um, he, every Wednesday he had to go and get his knee drained. And you know, on Wednesday was like a hell of a practice, but he would come and he would have his cane and he would talk to us, and sometimes, you know, he would have individual um, sessions with us. Um, and you know, he told me as a sophomore, he goes, "Listen, Marcus, you know, you might not make it to the NFL or you know, major college, but you know what? You can use your talents to help pay your education. So he says, um, you know, don't let anything or anyone stand in your way." Um, he was very instrumental as well. Um, then I had um, probably, I guess, my biggest fan, i say, is Coach Shields. He was our, um, he was my, um, my track and field coach in high school. Uh, this guy was like, he's like a friend, you know. Uh, I speak to him today every once in a while. Uh, he's retired now, but he would always, you know, instill in me and tell me that, you know, hey, whatever I want to do, accomplish in life, you know, I can do it. Um, you know, he gave me, he, he kind of like put that little spark in me to, you know, mold me into the fiery, uh, demon that I am today, um, in terms of athletics. And, um, I've had several people in my life, you know, some, some principles, you know, that I worked with closely worked with that has, you know, um, you know, said to me, you know, things like, you know, to just kind of like keep the fire stoked and and, and just keep the the fire burning. Um, Right now I have, uh, well, the second year um, principal in the senior high school, and um, he's a very uh, athletic guy. And, um, you know, he just says, listen, run our athletic program. Um, If there's a problem, just come see me. But he goes, don't second the guests if you, if you come to me with a decision, I'm not going to second guess it. We're going to, we're going to make it work. So, um, you know, uh, th- these, those people that kind of allow you to work and do, do your work, uh, instead of trying to be an opposition to you, those are the ones that, that, that keeps you motivated.
0: Uh, I appreciate you sharing that. It's, it's always so cool to hear, you know, the, the stories and the people that, uh, help us along. Uh, it's a great reminder that, um uh, you know, we don't do it on our own. You know, there's always somebody there that's uh, that's pushing or pulling or kicking us in the butt to, to help us out. Uh, Marcus, uh, uh, I've got to know you, uh, you know, these last few years with, uh, you know, FIAAA, you know, we're both on the board. Um, and I, I think it's important for um, our younger ADs who are listening to hear about uh, the journey and the process with the getting involved with your state association, and also with uh, NIAAA. So go ahead and share if you could, uh, you know, kind of your process for uh, working through the LTI courses, getting your uh, CAA and uh, getting involved with our state association, if you could.
1: Okay, um, when I first Started going. Uh, I started when I was in Miami Edison. I started going to the FIAA. Uh, to be very honest, I I I wanted to learn, but then I wanted to have like a little vacation, a mini vacation. Um, that, I, to be honest, you know, um, I just said, you know, hey, I can get a couple of days off from school, you know, and enjoy myself, you know, learn. Um, but after my first trip, I said. It's, it's more than just a vacation, you know, you, you, you come out of there a lot smarter than you, than you came in. Um, There's so much that you learn and so much that um, you just, even if not, it's not in the sessions when you speak to someone, like you said, you know, earlier. Um, we talk you know talking you know in, in in the foyer of the hotel and you're like hey, listen you know I had a, a situation at the school and, and and i know you're pretty much like the same dynamics of mine uh, what's going on with you how can you how did, how did you deal with this situation and the wealth of knowledge that comes from these ads uh, it's, it's it's vast Um you can't you, you can't get enough sometimes um you just when you when you sit up there and you listen to there might some of them might be just stories and and, and just you know personal uh, experiences but those, those those you 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 learn you really learn a lot um then i i started going to nationals uh, a few times uh, again you know the speakers there are amazing they, they give you insights to, 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 to no end. Uh, they allow you to basically think uh, outside the box. You know, you're in your little box, wherever your, 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 your office is, you know, in, in the school, but you really, you know, there's a, it was a ride in Disney World. Um, it was from Eastern Airlines. And it, it said, if you had wings, and your mind get has wings once you get to these programs and, and you just go out there and you just you learn so much. You're like a sponge and you're like, oh, my God, I didn't know you could do this. Or, you know, I, I didn't know this this person was in that same situation. But then again, sometimes when you listen to people, their situation is worse than what you had. So, you know, you're like you say, you can keep that situation. I, I, I'll, I'll keep mine. And um, but it's it's. It just gives you a lot of insight and, and 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 you know wisdom you know so it just it's truly amazing that you know these the, the fi triple and the ni exist um and i i i um tell everybody listen those those four four to five days you know it's not just a a, a day off it's 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 a time to learn and, and get some things you know and then you can just go ahead and you Implement them as you go
0: back to school. Uh, again, appreciate you sharing all that. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, uh, we're doing this, you know, not live, but pretty darn close. Um, uh, let's go and talk about uh, COVID. Um, for our listeners, uh, we've seen a variety of responses across the country. Uh, some states have gone business as usual, some have shut down, some have moved sports around. Uh, In Florida, uh, our normal start date for fall sports would have been July 27th, and our state association delayed that for a month. Mm -hmm. Uh, But even that month later, uh, we had some areas of the state that were hit so hard that they chose as as a county, as a school, as a school district to delay even further. And uh, Marcus's district, uh, Miami-Dade Schools, was one of those. So here we are, October 22nd, uh, and they are just have recently, um, you know, compared to a lot of uh, other parts of Florida, reopened. So Marcus, give us an update. What's happening in Miami-Dade? What's happening at American High School uh, with regards to both back to school as well as return to play?
1: Okay, well, our return to play um, was a very tough one. Um, we saw the the, the fall date, um, like you said, the in J- in July, it came and went. We saw the fall date that was, uh, you know, adopted by the FHSAA, That came and went, and we still weren't able to do anything. Um, we were uh, doing. Um, remote learning, uh, MSO as they call it, uh, my school online. Uh, we could not even meet to, with the kids. The, the only thing we, we, we met with um, our, our coaches and our coaches met with their kids through via Zoom um, or uh, Microsoft Teams, we um, weren't able to go to the school um, Everything was like basically at a standstill um, as far as athletics. Uh, there was no, you know, oh, let's go out and, 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 you know, do some something in the field or anything. Uh, conditioning, um, we had to get a plan, um, the powers to be. Uh, I was on several committees throughout the, the summer trying to plan. Um, we had to plan it out where we had to do the physicals, um, you know, getting, getting uh, insurance paid. Uh, we, we, t- we had like about a six week process that we had to go through uh, in order for us to um, have our first football game that was yesterday. Uh, actually that was our preseason game. Um, so we have a, a, a shortened season this year. Uh, we are having just seven games Um, Because of the the Florida High School Athletic Association allowed us to continue to play um, uh, all the way to the state championships, we decided to um, withdraw from state competition. So we are now, um, we have a a four game, um, well, actually it's a three game season. Uh, one was a preseason and then we have um, our surrounding areas, which is Palm Beach and, and Broward. Uh, we're gonna be doing like a Rob Robin type um, tri, Tri-City um, League uh, toward the, the last three games of the year. Uh, so we'll have um, a total of seven games. But um, that, with that being said, it's affecting our winter sports. Which we're not even doing the physicals for winter and spring. The that's going to be on the sixth of November, I believe. So we still are in a hole, um, but we're we're going to try to do the best that we can um, with what we have, and um, we'll go from there. You
0: know, it's it's interesting again to see the different responses uh, from. Even within our state, but also around the country, uh, I'm always curious. How have your uh, uh, stakeholders responded? How you know, the kids, the coaches, and the parents? You know, um, w- what's been the uh, the feeling as you guys have returned to school, returned to play?
1: Um, to be honest, I thought it was going to be a lot more feed. Uh, uh, well, not feedback. There would have been a lot more resistant, um, but. We haven't had that situation. Uh, actually, in football, we have like five schools that decided to opt in uh, the state championships, um, and the ones that opted out, like American, uh, there was. Um, There's no, no. The, the parents weren't like you know up in arms that you know we 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 opted out. Um, they were, I, I guess, they're a little relieved that um, we were taking extra precautions um, for, for, the, for their, the, the safety of their kids. Um, so, you know, just, you know, we, we, we don't know if we're doing it right. We don't know if the state is doing it right. Um, we're just doing what we think is right for us. Um, and that's all we can do uh, based on what, what's happening at, at, this, at this present time.
0: No, absolutely, and uh, it's responding to, you know, rules or policies that can sometimes change on a daily basis, um, you know, with county health departments and uh, and local municipalities getting involved too. Uh, well, again, uh, you know, all the best as you move forward, uh, you know, with the, the, the seasons here. Thanks. Um, Marcus, we've been asking our athletic directors, um, you know, about best practices. And, uh, you know, separate from COVID, you know, you've had a chance to uh, see uh, uh, the view of high school sports from a couple of the different schools in uh, South Florida. Um, in your time at American, uh, what are some things that um, you think that your coaches and, and your teams uh, do particularly well? Like, you know, boy, we really hit this one out of the park. Or, or maybe, what's a program that you brought uh, that you're uh, especially proud of?
1: Well, um, okay. Lately, we 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 we're, we've been competitive, but we haven't been where we once were. Um, but I, I I'm particularly proud of our baseball program. Uh, baseball program when I first got there. Uh, Very competitive, um, went to the playoffs every year, um, did their thing. I think it was in 2010, right before I got there, it was in 2009. They made it to the Final Four in in baseball. Then um, it took them three years, and then they were back into the Final Four. Um, They got to, um, to the final and um, we lost, we actually we, we got our, our heads kicked in um, <laughs> but um, we, 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 we I thought that once that happened, and I said, you know you know there's a certain amount of time you have you know to win it all. Uh, so I said, you know we were at, at the mountain uh, in 2010 and we competed, competed, and then in 2013, we were there, and and I, I, I didn't I I didn't think um, we were going to um, make it happen, uh, but we came out there in 2014 with a purpose, um, the baseball team, and they refused to lose. They refused to like not you know they they, they were like no this is this is going to be the uh, Americans' year. I, I I I didn't see it at first. Uh, but you know they came together, and, and, and they particularly just you know they, they they I was surprised actually. We we ended up winning the state championship in in 2014. Um, that is uh, a proud moment for me, um, you know, in, in the program. Uh, you know we've had you know other teams. You know, boys soccer team was always really tough, um, but you know we had a good. Um, track and field, uh, uh, squads. Uh, we've had individual state winners in track and field and that, but to me, that was, uh, a, a, a goal. What, you know, that, that, the, the 2013, uh, baseball team, um, decided to, uh, conquer and, and, and it may, it just, you know, kind of like, you know, made us all uh, very proud, uh, not only the, the baseball program, but, but, uh, the individuals that,
0: that were doing it. Oh yeah, that's always special. You know, when you see a team, you know, overcome some adversity and, and uh, it just all comes together, you know, very special moments. Well, Marcus, it's always great to talk with you, um, but we're not done yet. I okay? uh, <laughs> always like to wrap up with what we call the new AD's toolbox. Okay. Now, you're certainly an experienced athletic director And right now I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new AD on their very first job. But I'm only going to let you put three items in their toolbox. What three things are going to go in Marcus Gabriel's athletic director toolbox?
1: Um, First, the first thing is if you don't know, ask for help. Um, Accept the help and apply the help that is being given to you. That's all wrapped up in one. That's not all three. Okay. <laughs> um, the second one would be surround yourself with very positive people. Um, you need to go ahead and um, try to get people that have the same views and your same thought processes around you. Um, anyone that's not in your corner so to speak especially you're going into a new situation you need to go ahead and remove yourself from from from, from their presence so to speak um, you can't sit up there and run a, a, an effective program if you have the naysayers or the negative uh, energy around you so you need to go ahead and, and surround yourself with some really good uh, positive people and the last time, I mean, the last thing that I'm going to say is, you know, you got to manage your time wisely. Um, you got to sit up there and structure your day. Um, I like, and I know my daughter and my wife don't like it, but I, I, I get out and I'm, I'm there like at six o'clock in the morning, every day I get there because I have about an hour of uninterrupted time that I can go ahead, not only I can plan my day, I plan anything. Like if I have a meeting with 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 a particular uh, a coach or a program, I have I have time to plan. Uh, if you don't plan, um, you know uh, appropriately, you know you, you you're gonna fail. Uh, just like as a coach, you know you can't just you know go out there and say, oh, I want to coach the the L.A. Uh, Lakers. You have to have a plan. Uh, in life, you have to have a plan. So. Just use your time wisely, and 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 and, and make good use of, of, of that time. So those are the three things that I would tell um, any any. It could be uh, uh, an experienced uh, ad as well. Uh, you just got to use those things, those tools, and 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 put them in your back pocket, and and keep moving.
0: Oh, absolutely. Great, great advice. Uh, I don't think we can uh, overemphasize the importance of, you know, reaching out and and, and getting help. Um, you know, we talk about it all the time. Coaches try to keep things close to the vest. Uh, athletic directors are the opposite. You know, they can't wait to, you know, share a good idea. So thanks so much for doing that. Yeah. Well, Marcus, thanks again for being a guest on the podcast. Uh, like I said, I always enjoy talking with you and uh, you know, looking forward to hopefully seeing you in person uh, in January at our next board meeting.
1: Yes, yes. Well, you know, I appreciate it. Like I said, it was a, a nice little surprise. When you asked me, I'm like, Jake must have sent this to someone else. <laughs> but you like, you hit me up again. You're like, uh, hello, I need a date. So um, I appreciate it. And you know, whenever, um, you need, you know, some help, you know, or especially from down here, you know, I, you know, I'm a call, a call away.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, thank you again for being on, uh, we only have the very best. Okay. Thank you to our listeners. Thanks as always for tuning in. Uh, come back again next time for another episode of the educational AD podcast. Thanks again for listening. Remember, the Zoom video of this interview will be posted on the Educational AD FIAAA YouTube channel. That's Educate Athletic Director FIAAA. Thanks again for listening.